All right, guys, it's August 17th, and this is another episode of Headliners. Today we're talking about actresses and internet and being bullied. So uh, it's the usual three this week, being Jimmy, Dave, and I. Let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I've seen three movies in my life. Bridge on the River Kwai, Patton, and Herbie Fully Loaded. You serious, Clark? I always tell it. Is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you, you pawn it off as your own? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. Somebody forgot to write the headlines down at the top. That'd be me. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, so last week's box office, kind of crazy. The Meg opened up uh, number one by far, $45 million domestic, but I guess it was $101 million overall. Stunning for a uh, what they wanted to be a B movie. They weren't even trying to make a good movie. Uh, it number... was it was fun. Yeah, no, it clearly they yeah. did something right. So that's cool. Uh, Mission Impossible number two. Christopher Robin. Slender Man came out in fourth, uh, but Black Klansman hit number five despite being available in very limited theaters. So yeah, I'm good pissed for I them. couldn't see that. It's a great one. It's when very the... good. First chance you get, we you have to watch it. We have to talk about it because there's a lot to break into. Okay, awesome. Yeah, top, I definitely want to In my see top it. three for this year. So far? We yeah. still haven't had all the good ones yet, though, this year. Early, but it's a front runner. I'll yeah, give okay. them that. It's, it's, it warrants a, a favorite. Cool. All right, so uh, trailers this week. We only have two because we didn't really prepare, per <laughs> se. So uh, the first one I found, uh, The Package. I actually I ran across it last night um, on Netflix. It just popped up. You know how they usually have like the little image of the uh, and with the title with like when you're scrolling through. Mm-hmm. There was no mm-hmm. words. There was no nothing. It was just a picture, a white screen, a white box with uh, the eggplant emoji in it. <laughs> so I clicked on it and it, it said the package. I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. I'll get back to that later. I saw the trailer today. It looks amazing. It's workaholics and exactly. Seth Rogen. Yes. 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 I mean, it was already sold at the the eggplant emoji and the package. So. Yeah, I thought they were going to be in it. They because they just made that other one, um, game the hotel one. Yeah, a high something something about video game game over man. They made game, game over, over man, which yeah. I thought was hilarious, was wild. So I I'm excited for, I was excited for this one, and then it's not them. It's like young actors, so that's kind of cool. Like did you that. or did you did you say the premise yet? No. Go ahead, dive into it. You're good at that. The whole premise is that like these friends go on a camping trip, so it's a little bit of without a paddle feel. And uh, one of them accidentally cuts his dick off, <laughs> which then they have to um, they have to like go get him help. But here's something: accidentally cutting your dick off is a joke that m- I've had with one of my college roommates for years because we were just like perusing around like Ask Yahoo back in 2011 and just looking at all the <laughs> dumb questions. And one was like, "I'm scared to." cut my pubes with scissors because what if i slip up and and like have an accident and we were just dying at this like kid scared to trim his pubes with scissors like what if i accidentally cut my dick off like that <laughs> like that's a possibility and then here you go workaholics made a whole movie about it yeah maybe they bought the idea from your friend isn't this out already or just the trailer i think you know, it's out. It it came, out i think it came out the same time as the trailer i think it's just like bang bang yeah so yeah, it came out love. this past weekend i love that 
So I'm actually going to watch it tonight after we record. I might do that. Yeah, I might do that. And uh, what was I going to say? It's just everything everything unravels for him, and it looks awesome. I I love the fact that I don't know anybody in it. That's just a bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is kind of nice for comedies. I mean, remember when um, The Hangover came out and they were all unknowns and everyone was yep. like, mm-hmm. would this movie have been better with Will Ferrell, Jack Black, the Olsons, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was like, no, now it was cool that it was unknowns. Now they're all fucking super they're huge. famous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Uh, in The Game Over Man, we made a point of talking about how, how they made some a good j- dick joke. That that scene with the with the dick out and the whole fight ensuing afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, we, yeah. Made, we made a point of saying that that was a good dick joke, and it's hard to make a good dick joke. Yeah, they're making a whole like movie out of it. Jokes. I think they're going to pull this one off too. Yeah, they're they're Wi- very good at dick jokes. Wild premise for a movie, you know that like oh, that's yeah. a um uh, not a shtick movie, but that's a concept movie. Like mm-hmm. the biggest concept movie was we don't have a storyline, we just have a concept was twins. It's just, what if Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito played twins? And that's like, a, you know, that's, so that's what, like, writers just call a concept movie. This is a concept movie. And, like, what if a guy, we made a movie about a guy cut his dick off? It's like, Can you imagine if, if they were, like, sitting in the dorms and they read the same Yahoo question that you read years ago and they just had the means to make a movie out of it? That'd be pretty funny. It'd be great. It'd be yeah. connected. Yeah. All right. In, in less entertaining uh, trailers... Roma came out. Dave, you you told me to include this. Yeah, this this trailer dropped, I think, today or yesterday. Yep. And uh, it's the new film by Alfonso. I'm going to butcher his last name. Do either of you know how to pronounce it? No, no Alfonso Foreigner. Yes, he, he's a very established, one of the he, best directors working today. A big Italian, uh, right? Yes. I want to say Caracal, but I'm sure I'm wrong. I, I, I don't Doesn't know. matter. Either way, if you Google Alfonso and the letter C in the word director, he's going to be the number one hit. Uh, The film chronicles a year in the life of a middle-class family in Mexico City in the early 1970s. It's a black-and-white trailer, which is a bold move. But this is also going to be – Netflix is producing it, and it's their first wide release. That's why it didn't get, like, the Netflix exclusive or original content, like that screen they put ahead of everything. It's not on this trailer because it's getting a wide release in theaters. Well, it's a limited release. Oh, I had read wide release, but... Yeah, back down. It was, it's limited now. Oh, but still, this is the first one they're advertising as, like, an actual film they made and not a Netflix film they made. Which I think they should probably have gone with a package instead of this one, to be totally honest. <laughs> no, this is going to be up for, like, awards, probably. It's a, it's, it's all subtitles, which I'm already wicked against subtitles. Black and white, it's very super artsy. They're throwing their hand in the ring in the heaviest way possible, so it's a huge swing. I know what they're doing. I, I get they're going for awards, but, I mean, I this one didn't grip me at all. Oh, really? I, I thought the trailer was beautiful. Sure, oh, beautiful. Sheen, I'm glad you said that, because I felt, like, rude. I, this, look, I don't, this looks, uh, this looks bad and amateur to me, the trailer. Really? See, to me, I, I, I think it looks nice, but it doesn't. It intrigued me in the least bit. It's like a beautiful painting on the wall that, like, oh, yeah, I know someone spent a lot of time and it's a very good artist, but I am not interested in buying that whatsoever or hanging it in my house. I just, I'm walking right by. That's what this trailer is yeah. to me. Oh, no, the movie is definitely going to be kind of like an acquired taste type of movie. If you don't like this kind, you're not going to like it at all. 
And I was kind of thrown. Why is it called Roma if it's in Mexico City? That's a little bit bother me. He's yeah. apparently been very tight-lipped about any plot details. He, he should probably say something because it's, it's, it's very bland otherwise. Unless it's like a sleeper hit and everyone comes out of it being like, well, you got to go see it to understand it. No, I think this Academy Award director needs to uh, listen to me, in my opinion, because I feel like I'm right <laughs> in this one. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to things worth mentioning but not worth discussing. Uh, hey, look look at me. I forgot to assign these. I'll start it <laughs> off. <laughs> so Crazy Rich Asians uh, came out last weekend, and it, came, it originally debuted at 100% Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, currently, right now, as we record this, is at 93. Is this one of these is just not for us movies no i think no. i want to see this movie but i do you yeah i think it looks like it's like a rom-com it's um it's like my big fat greek wedding but asians instead of greeks same thing uh but she, you, would, would you think that's a 100 percent rotten tomato worthy movie no no so I, I think it looks like a fine movie it's like a it's like but it is a rom-com that's why i don't understand the 100 percent that's, so, that's what my point is. It could be a good movie, just fine, but it's. I feel like 100% Rotten Tomatoes has got a certain caliber that this is not meeting. Yeah, so do we yeah. think that this is the question that's in all of our heads right now? Are they giving this 100% because they don't know how to treat it? It's like Asians uh, have been historically not allowed to be love interests in Hollywood or main actors in Hollywood. That's like a big fight that's been going on forever. They finally get their movie. It's like they put Asians right in the title, two Asian yeah. leads, love story. So our critics finally just saying this wasn't a great movie, but we're so happy that this got made to move forward that progress. And then we as white guys are kind of like, yeah, but it wasn't that good movie. You can't do that. And now we're the bad guys. Is that what's happening? I think that my gut feeling is that's what's happening because I also, as much as I love Black Panther, I don't think it deserved all the praise it got. Racist. And that was like, a, yeah. Exactly. Now I'm a racist for saying <laughs> um, But it is good that they made a movie with two Asian sure. leads and all that. No, no, no that, that's fantastic. I'm it all just, for more inclusion. Watching the trailer, I'd say this is like a high 60s, low 70s movie. That's exactly. That's where it belongs. Going into it. Without seeing it, of course, we don't know, but yeah. that's what I got. I think this is just another blatant display of uh, Rotten Tomatoes being completely fucking rigged. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes sucks, but we trust What's it. What's the Metacritic? I don't know. Right, I didn't look. do that much research, man. I was, this, <laughs> was, this, was, this was on the fly. You got to understand that by now. All right. Next up, we got Johnny Thank Depp you. said that Amber Heard, who they're getting a divorce, and he's dragging out the divorce proceedings, said that she wants shit in his bed, their bed, because he showed up two hours late for something and she was getting him back. I don't care about this story at all. Sure, she's Australian. I think she was a lesbian at one point. He's crazy as fuck. I'm sure she shot on his bed. I'm sure that he did something too. Amber Heard is so attractive. That's all I want to talk about. <laughs> it's so stupid how attractive she is. I remember. It bothers me. So <laughs> Shitting in a bed doesn't bring it down at all? What's that? No. Shitting in a bed doesn't doesn't make it take her down a notch for you at all. No, I don't care. I, I don't care. Not even a notch. I I seen her in. She was in Pineapple Express. She was in like an episode of Californication and didn't stand out. She's like very like hot, obviously. Rum Diary is the most mm -hmm. like I remember seeing that in the movie theater and I was just like drooling. Like holy shit! How did they find? She's like what pe what people would draw as the most attractive blonde woman. Okay, uh, I don't think I've ever like really googled her because this Go is eye opening. Google She's like crazy. Google just pull up her Instagram. Yeah, this is eye opening. So pull you're up, right. I take it back. Pull up uh, Amber Heard Rum Diary. 
Rum Diary. Oh, that was a good movie. I don't think I, 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 think hate, I saw that one. I hated that movie because it was so much worse than the book. No, you're one of those people. Wow. Yeah. No, good for him. Wow. Yes. Okay. I'm, I don't think I ever saw this. Great movie. I liked it. Sorry you didn't like it, but... Okay, so she's shitting the bed. That's, Can you see my screen? Yes. Yes. That's ideal. Yes. Yeah. So the people listening in the cars and, and the radios out there, he just put, put a picture of a very beautiful woman, blonde hair, tucked back in a car, giving you the hello eyes. Yeah, it's crazy. She's also very, like, old-school Hollywood beautiful. Yes. She's done a few, on her Instagram, you can scroll down and find, she's done a few, like, pin-up, not pin-up girl, but that like, type of... Like, 60s hot. Yes. She's dressed up for parties and shit like that, and it's always... All right. Like, well, breathtaking. Well, she shits, she shits the bed. Good yeah. for her. She gets angry. She's crazy. Hot girls tend, tend to be crazy. That happens. All right. Before we move on, though, I got an update on Crazy Rich Asians. The Metacritic is 74, which is about there what we said. Go. There you go. So if everyone thinks it's a 74, it's going to show up as 100 on Rotten Tomatoes. Boom. Made sense. All right. Yeah. I feel better about this movie now. All, All right. right. The, the next one up is Idris Elba has the potential to be the new 007 after, what's his name, Daniel Craig yep. finishes up his next movie. Headline from 2010. I also just think it's not going to happen. He's too old at this point. Yep. This, is been, we, we, this has been a, talked about for a decade now. You're right. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why we, we're yeah. still worried about I mean, sure, he'd be great, but there's plenty of other people. It doesn't, the, the, the epitome, the, the, like the marquee black actor for James Bond does not have to be Idris Elba. No. It doesn't. It could be the guy. I know, who, I, it could be the guy who played Black Panther. Give him even more awards. I was yeah, or the guy from uh, what's it, Daniel um, Kalua or whatever uh, from Get Out. I've never seen a Bond, but yeah. Idris Elba does seem like he would be that smooth kind of bully, good-looking guy. No, I think Idris Elba could be a perfect Bond. Yes, but the problem is the first one that he would be in wouldn't be out till like twenty twenty-four or twenty twenty-five. And he's getting too old and at then, that point. Yeah, he's already the same age as Daniel Craig. Yeah, so it's this. And they, find they want to replace black... him with a young guy to do a franchise. So we get to get, get, find another black British actor. We, I, th- I think we can do it. Uh, we can Idris start Elba. the movement. What? I said this podcast will start the movement. We'll just pick one. And... Just got to find one. They's got to give a, a nice slick accent, look good in the bow tie, and can uh, make a martini shaken, not stirred. Be fine. Yep. Sounds good. All right. So the Meg came out this week, and we already t- touched upon that. It, they they this was a mistake. They they were trying to <laughs> this they were trying to make a cheap Chinese market movie that was just all flash, no no substance, and they 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 they, they fucked up massively by creating this huge hit and making hand over fist money. Good for How them. does this Good happen for them? Yeah, no people try their whole careers for this, and they don't get this. I mean, I, I saw it last weekend because my girlfriend, of all people, who like doesn't like these kind of movies, was like, we should go see it. The trailer looks fun. It did. I mean... It, it, and it is, like 100%. And it has a, I don't want to say good twist, but a fun twist in it. And it's just... I'll be I honest. Recommend. It's a fucking giant shark. I don't think any, there's any spoilers ahead. We know it's whatever. But You want me to spoil it? No. People are listening. They're probably upset yeah. about that. But I'll it's, spoil it's, it off air for you. Okay. I mean, I 
the first the first trailer I saw, it was like, oh, a big ominous shark, and it was kind of like a comedy horror almost. Mm-hmm. But then the, the, the after the second trailer, I think they started putting in that like 1950s music. Yes. And made it really upbeat and happy, and I was like, well, this is just something pleasant. I, I mean, this could be great. They're yeah. really like embracing the the shitty vibe, and I think that they caught the overflow of all the Sharknado fans out there. I think that's what happened. I'll give my quick one minute review on it. The first like forty five minutes, not great because the shark doesn't even show up. Uh. But after that, ton of fun. You see Jason Statham both roundhouse kick and outswim the giant shark. Perfect. That, that, doesn't, that, movie, that, that doesn't make that movie sucks. That doesn't make sense. Okay. It is a perfect, fun summer B movie. Okay. Jimmy, hit, hit me with the last one. The last one that we're discussing today is that Scarlett Johansson is the world's uh, most highest paid actress. Is this because she's in a lot of franchises? I think she's just in the expensive ones. Yeah. And she's pretty good, I guess, and really attractive. And does she does a, she has a broad range. I was yes. going to say, she also... she's. One of the few, like, action franchise actresses that I feel like has a ton of range. Like, yeah, and she can, do serious, she can do serious roles, too. Uh, so that's that, that movie about the rub and tug trans turning her away, you're dumb. You're just, yep. you're just so dumb. Which brings yep. us into our uh, lead, basically. Look at that. Look at oh, that. What a segue. So we're going to talk about bullying actors. It's become a, a pretty serious trend this year alone. Um, Scarlett Johansson was, like we just said, bullied out of Rub and Tug for not being trans. Uh, actor Jack Whitehall was is be, being currently bullied out of playing Disney's first openly gay feature character, despite not being gay. Uh, Ruby Rose, she was just picked up to play Batwoman uh, in the uh, Arrowverse. That's the, the CW, I believe. Mm-hmm. And Batwoman is a Jewish lesbian comic book character. And Ruby Rose is lesbian, however, she is not Jewish. And some are questioning if she's even gay enough. So this Despite is gotten being out since she was like twelve. Yeah. So this is getting out of hand. And the the my favorite quote I sent you guys the article from from the Star. The the girl Emma Teetle she wrote it. She said, "What will they do when they find out that Ian McKellen isn't actually a wizard?" Yeah. That's that's a Dumbledore joke, and it's f- totally fucking fitting. They're getting completely out of hand. The internet sucks. Yeah, people suck. I mean, that's a given. Good for her for deleting Twitter. Why do you need to read that? Just get off. Yeah, yeah. you don't need to surround yourself with negativity. No, You've already just, got the role. I'm so tired of this only these people can portray these people things because they're just fucking themselves over. Like, now this trans movie isn't being made because they attacked Scarlett Johansson and the world's losing a very interesting trans story that could have been yeah. told. Do you guys think yes. Ruby Rose is attractive? Well, she's okay. Not when she, like, talks i think she's a very bad actress oh, oh. <laughs> physically she is attractive i think but her i haven't yet to see her in anything where she's good yeah she's like looks like a boy so it weirds me out well i mean that should be fitting for a jewish lesbian i guess right like she looks like uh just <laughs> she looks like bieber uh yeah i don't you know what my whole thing with that this jumps to that i i said a, a couple episodes ago is i'm finding it really weird how much I don't care about actors and actresses' opinions on things, and nor should we. We sh- they should just act, and like let them act. And acting is pretending to be something you're different. But I think like with social media, like we're all follow Barstool, 
And I care about those guys' opinions. Or even like sports like commenters. Like you like get the personality and you care about their opinion. Remember like Jason Bateman said something and everyone got an outrage and I was like, Well, I love Jason Bateman. I I'll see every movie he's in, but I don't give a fuck about his opinion on anything. And it's this nope. weird like dynamic where back in the day, like if people knew your name, they you had to cover all the grounds and like your opinion mattered. Like why who cares about actors and actors' opinions? They just act. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Yeah, no, you shouldn't. Like they're not famous for giving good out advice or doling out opinions. They're just good at theater. Like imagine Cary Grant having a Twitter. Probably hate him. Yeah. Back in the twenties, right? Yeah. For how whatever he was oh, yeah. alive. I don't know. Definitely a racist. That's for sure. I, that's what I mean. It's weird. But I don't know. But we've gone too far. No, no. This is yeah, this no, the, I... the the world we live in, we've gone too far. Um but I think it, it's the cyberbullying is is gone from people you know to anonymous people, and so these poor bastards who have like built a career for themselves are getting pelted every day by bullshit. Jimmy, you actually know this because you got a pretty substantial Twitter handle, and you get dragged into Yankees bullshit. Yeah, it's fucking annoying. Yeah, you get bullied. People throw you in the group chats and talk about how much you suck. Yeah, I know, but it's you're, uh, but it's you're a battered man. But like people follow me for my opinions. They don't. They're not like you know what I mean. So that yeah, I have that's to different than I have yes. to put up with that uh, and shit. But like, why would an actor have to put like? Oh no! If if I was a famous actor, I wouldn't even be on social media. Yeah, if Twitter's not part of like if you're of what you're doing to make money, I would just not have one. But see, you have to be when you when you're like famous. You're trying to make a name for yourself in in movies or TV. Like, do you get roles? But people, they, the the casting directors, they look at like your following. They they look at that shit now. Yeah, that's true. Which well, yeah, is, which is like, it's sad, but it's the truth. Because because that that says how much free advertising we're going to get for this project. Because when you tweet about your work and what you're doing, that's going to get us like our our name out there. Yeah. That's so true. that's problem. You know what though? These people are wealthy enough. They can hire a social media manager for. $70,000 a year who can run their shit and I would, build up a following. I would challenge that. I don't think Ruby Rose has $70,000 a year to throw around at, at somebody doing her Twitter. I just She's don't. She's been in a ton of big-name franchises. Yeah, but, I mean, 70000 is a lot, man. <laughs> it's. But if it's just building this up and helping her get more... Fucking okay, well, how about the girl in Star Wars, the the, the the shitty Asian one in Star Wars? Like, she doesn't have that kind of money. <laughs> I like that we're talking about not bullying her, and you're like the shitty Asian lady. Well, she was shit. I mean, she was not good in that. Yeah, in no, that she movie. was. She was the worst part of that movie. The, um, the world agreed, and uh, yeah, she just she sucked. Yeah, no, and she I, got bu- she got bullied. I I don't agree with her getting bullied. I'm not saying it to her face. I'm not tagging her. If she hears it, hey, we like you. Come on. Hang out with us. Yeah, but come defend yourself on the pot. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, yeah, I, she couldn't do it. But then, okay. at the, I don't know. At the same point, at some point, you just either have to like not look at that shit, turn off your mentions, and only yeah. tweet out like positive shit. All right, I, I, I take off. it back. Ruby Rose has a net worth of two million dollars, so she has some money. I'm sorry, a lot, a lot more than I gave her credit for. Yeah, well, that's actually lower than I would have assumed. But yes, she has some money. I guess I just re- I just like kind of let it out there that I don't know who Ruby Rose is. Yes, and she just signed this contract with CW, which all of their shows. Oh, like she was in Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Yep. Oh, cool. I know her now. Yeah, she's got money. 
All right. So the world sucks. It's all going to hell in a handbasket. Whatever. Movie's mm-hmm. coming out this week. Uh, Alpha. Have you seen Alpha? No. No. I I was ready to just like put my hate gears on, so I sat down and watched the trailer because I I always hate those artsy like not artsy but like native and like woodsy shit. And I gotta tell you, it it it, it looks good. I might even go ahead and see it. Go my way and go check it out. Nice. What's it about? It's about um. Uh, it's a, a young tribe. The, they're having trouble with their with people staying alive because they keep getting eaten by animals, and so this father has to uh, throw his kid, who's a little younger, younger than he'd like, to into the battle scene. And sure enough, a buffalo shoves him off a uh, cliff, and huh. he thinks he dies. And the tribe moves on, and they're always moving around. And the kid actually survived with a broken ankle at the bottom of this cliff. And him and a wolf got together, became friends, and they survived together. It looks actually it? looks pretty good. Isn't that the plot to the first Ice Age? They find the kid and bring him back to the tribe. Essentially, yeah. So this but, is live action Ice Age. Sure, if you want to call that. Is Rano in it? Don't believe so. Well, then I don't like it. Yeah. I'm only in if Ray Romano is uh, reprising his role. Yeah, so I mean, it looks. I'm gonna give it a solid. Uh, take a look. Yeah, right. it looks interesting. I'll watch the trailer. All right, and uh, the other one coming out is Mile Twenty Two, which, guys, it, as a as a Bostonian, I want to talk to Mark Wahlberg real quick, man to man. Stop, stop everything <laughs> you're doing. Your bullshit's tired, and you're not acting. We talked about this. Uh, what was it that uh, that movie he was in with the the the, the um, Patriot abduction? Day? No, the abduction. Yeah. Of the rich. I forget, forget what it was called. Oh, Jesus, we've seen so many movies. <laughs> it was bad, and he, he like we we agreed. It was like yeah, he was Mark Wahlberg was just playing Mark Wahlberg Mark Wahlberg in eighties clothing, and Jimmy, yeah. you said he wasn't even wearing eighties clothing. He's just he, the same guy. I just he just gets in front of a camera. He does the same thing. Doesn't matter what the plot or storyline timeline is. So mile twenty two pass. All the money in the world was the movie we're talking about. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Cool. Good. All right, so let's go on to weekly rec- recommendations. What do you what have you guys been watching? Uh, this show Lodge 49 on AMC just started, so there's only been like three episodes. But I think you can binge it if you have AMC or something like that. I kind of like yeah. it. I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna go mainstream. Like you know, which AMC's shows have gone mainstream? Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, um, Mad Men, The Terror, Better Call Saul. Yeah, even Better Call Saul is like kind of dropping out. I don't. I don't. They're like handling that show so stupid. Mm-hmm. It's still, yeah. it's a I've good heard show. it's fantastic. Though. I like I it. I like it. it. And the most recent episode was good. But Lodge 49, I like it. It's about this kid guy whose dad died. Um, so he lost his job. He can't work anymore. And he's just kind of like bumming it through life. And then he finds this key to this lodge, which is like a society. Like kind of one of those fake like secret societies, but it's really just like a club, like a membership club. And he kind of like finds comfort. And then there's some shit going on with the lodge and Weird yeah. shit's happening, but I kind of like it. It's like a slow kind of... I wouldn't know what to compare it to, but I'm enjoying it. Lodge 49. That's all that matters. Yep. Nice. Nice. Dave, how about you? I have been binging The Expanse. The first three seasons are on Amazon, and this is the show that Sci-Fi Channel had that they canceled that everyone was rallying around a few months ago, and they like sent a model of the spaceship actually into space, and they flew planes over Amazon's headquarters, and then Jeff Bezos came out and said he's like a huge fan of the show, so he's saving it anyways. Uh, it's very good. It's based on a series of books. 
by the two guys who used to be the main editors for George R.R. R. Martin and helped him write the first three Game of Thrones books, and they left to do this series. Uh, they're very hands-on with the show. It's set about like 200 years in the future in a very realistic uh, like set in space. Uh, there's colonies on Mars and on asteroid belts, and it deals with the politics between like having a military state on Mars and people Nerd. who grow up. Yeah, it's very sad. But it's worth checking out. I'd say mm. watch the first four episodes, and if you don't like it, then it's not for you. But it's it's if you liked all the politics and intrigue from Game of Thrones, it's that, but in a more realistic way. Nice. Okay, I'm not gonna <laughs> finishing it off to saying it's more realistic. I uh, sure. Okay. Think Game of Thrones? Yeah. I think they're both wacky. Sure. Well, no, there's no like magic shit or anything like that. It, it's set I'll in give... the future, but all the technology is very realistic. Like they can only go as fa- like as fast as human bodies can withstand the G's on like in spaceships and stuff like that. And there's no lasers. They shoot at. They have rail guns, and there's no okay. artificial gravity or anything like that. I'll give you that. Okay. Nice. Well, I finished up my 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 sci-fi. I finished up Ghosted. We talked about it last week. The uh, the the now canceled Fox show. Mm-hmm. And uh, a shame because I thought they were finally turning a corner and picking up steam. And oh, the the la- the there. I think it's like thirteen episodes. The twelfth episode. They 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 were all fired. And it was all in disarray. And then the last season finale, the, the very next episode, they all had the jobs again. There was characters missing. The character they just introduced earlier wasn't there or wasn't even talked about. It was very clear that there was like a – this was what they were supposed to do earlier. And then they got fired and they, they, they changed course. And then they had to throw whatever was in the can and throw it in on Sunday and let it play. Still a good episode. Didn't make any sense. I laughed a little bit. But R.I.P. Ghosted. I have no idea. That was confusing. But I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll watch it eventually. It's on Hulu, right? Yeah. Uh, it's on demand. I, I don't have... Okay, yeah, you guys are anti-cablers. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's on Hulu. It's 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 good if if you... Did you guys watch X-Files? Because I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't like X-Files. bit like a couple episodes here and there. I wasn't like... I didn't like it at all, but I mean, I got the vibe of X- X-Files, and this is like a spoof of X-Files. Nice. Yeah. Which is that fun. Sounds fun. I also watched uh, a little movie on Netflix called Slow West. And yeah. if you want to hear about that, you can tune in on Monday. We're releasing a pod uh, discussing that wonderful movie. So go watch so, it over the weekend. It's a mixture of, what did I say, Quentin Tarantino and Wes Anderson combination to make a Western? Uh, I, yeah, you did say that. And I could see, like, slight. I, I agree with I'd that. Say, I'd say slight Wes Anderson. No, it's definitely just some the West main character. I feel like the only West Anderson part is the main character. Yeah, he's like put into a Karen Tarantino film. Yes, I agree with that. I'm a big West Anderson fan, fan, and I we'll we'll talk all about that because you are incorrect. Well, <laughs> well, to a degree, I said I'm saying slight West Anderson in, in there. Yeah, the main character who's if, in ninety percent of the scenes. If he at best, okay. Well, check that out. Um, check us out on Instagram at, at Six Pack Cinema. Um, uh, give us a drop if you want us to uh, to review anything. Like us, share us, uh, subscribe on iTunes, and tell all, your, all of your friends. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. See ya. 
Love you, Shane. Bye.